The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.
A Vancouver oh, man wants to open up his own store, not to sell groceries or clothing, but hard drugs. He's well aware it's a risky move, but hopes his shop will reduce the number of people dying of overdoses. As Tamina Aziz reports, his lawyer believes the law will be on his side. Jerry Martin is a former drug addict. Now sober, he wants to open up his own brick and mortar shop to sell hard drugs, including heroin, cocaine, and meth. It takes extreme to get things done sometimes. He recently lost his brother due to overdose and says there's a need to provide a safe supply. You know, a lot of these people, in fact, all of them, they have taken risk every day where they go get their drugs. They're going to get something that isn't. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's episode of Conspiracy Underground News Team. That's right, it is that time of day, week, uh, hour, minute, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Sit back, enjoy this, Uh, a lot of laughter in this one, Uh, and I hope you guys continue supporting. Going forward, you're going to hear some ads. They don't necessarily always reflect my opinions. Um, However, trying to make a little bit extra money, uh, I've left... Anchor and don't feel uh, anchored down, as they say anymore. And I'm on a different platform. Uh, I can't thank uh, Joe and uh, from Legit Bat, uh, Andy from the Deep Share, Ryan, and uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories uh, for kind of pointing it out and letting me know that there's other platforms out there. If you do want to get ad free content, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast gets you all the free. or full versions of uh, ad-free content and video as well. Uh, Video and all episodes are on the $5 tier. The $3 tier is only the weekly episode of My Third Eye Podcast. Um, Also, don't forget to check out purepetwellness.com and go over there and find some CBDs for your pets. Uh, I just got a new shipment uh, in the mail from them and I I love it. And it works wonders for my dogs. Uh, The Pity... Uh, has a little bit more of a resistance, but uh, they sent me a higher milligram this time, so maybe uh, that'll work a little bit better. Uh, having said that, uh, all you clits, enjoy this episode, and as always, we'll see you next Tuesday. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team. I am the smooth, passionate left lip, along with the hairy, esoteric man and the right lip himself, Ryan, the... the, the <laughs> esoteric <laughs> man, huh? The, the, the sign-throwing man, uh, the right lip, Ryan Dean. How are you? Thanks. You really threw me off on that one. That was funny. <laughs> I was like, Good, oh, shit, he's throwing gang signs. <laughs> no, I was trying to do the uh, Illuminati yeah. stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, um, yeah. I'm good, man. No, we um, I'm pretty stoked for the this weekend and like this whole week coming up. The Gem Show is in town, and that's a fun little thing to go to. They have all kinds of like crystals and fossils and fun shit to go look at. Um, I'm looking. I'm in the market for a jackalope mount, so that's what I'm really Ooh. looking for. I fucking love jackalopes, dude. And my neighbor <laughs> has a jackalope mount. And so that's the goal this year is to pick up a jackalope mount. So, you know, pretty, pretty. So when I was a young child moving to Pennsylvania from Idaho, right, I was a very gullible boy. 
And right. uh, I really <laughs> thought jackalopes were a thing because everybody yeah. teased about them out, out in the Midwest, you know, up in Idaho. That You know, it's just a thing out there. And I was telling kids at school, I'm like, no, they really do exist. And my parents had to sit me down and they're like, no, it, it, it it's it's fake. Listen it's, here, you dumbass. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so funny, man. They just, they look real. It looks plausible. I mean, because a fucking deer looks like it's in the rabbit family. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're basically. Well, and they rodents. do call a, a boy rabbit a buck. Do they really? Yeah, it's a buck and a doe. Huh. Hey, maybe a long time ago they were real, but. I like them, and I have um, a couple mounts. I have some cicadas, like in behind cases, and then a mm. bat, a little bat. Ooh, that's like this big. It's fu- I'll actually show you while we're talking here. It's pretty dope. But that is um, dope. looking to get some more, some more little things like that. But uh, what's going on with you, man? Anything new or exciting this week? Uh, no, I I was looking for those movies that you said last night. I couldn't find them. Um, it, Did I maybe answer I your was... late later text? By the way, you answered the one where I came across a recipe. Yeah, dude, I've been so bad. For some reason, even when we tried to set this meeting up, I, the text didn't make a noise. I don't know if my phone's been on silent or what. But yes, the movie has that little re- button on the side of your iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Turned on. Yeah. Yeah, I just that's the only. Back, gotcha. I usually have that bitch on silent. But yeah, the movies I was talking about, and I'll, I'll send you a text right now. Barbarian is a great that's movie. Um, and then uh, Hellbender. Those are both really oh. good movies. So anyone out there too that's a horror movie fan, I recommend Barbarian first and foremost. And then if you like like witchy nature, Wiccan type shit, that's also scary. Uh, Hellbender's great. They're both really good. Nice. Yeah, I was. I I ended up watching. What the hell was it? It was something on Netflix, and it was about uh, an assassin that was getting ready to retire. It, it was kind of corny. It kind of had the the whole kill bill vibe a little bit to it mixed oh, in with a little, um, Oh shit. John wick or some shit. Yeah. Ish. Uh, I, I pretty sure John, uh, Johnny Knoxville was in it for like five minutes in the beginning, getting a blow job and then he got executed or whatever. But it, the, the main assassin, I don't know if people remember the show was uh, Hannibal. And it, it appeared for a few seasons. And the the doctor, the shrink that played in that show is the main character. And he's a great actor. I love him. I, I like the he just has that that's kind of psychotic way about him in, in a right, sense, right. but in a in a contained type type situation. But it was okay. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great. It was a Netflix original, but it, you know, oh. it passed the time and then you know dude drank some beer. That, it's funny that you say he's got that crazy look to him that uh, the guy, one of the guys that's in Barbarian, who's not really like, I'm not going to try and give anything away, but the, he's the dude that plays it, the clown in the new one. Okay. So that creepy looking German dude, he's in there too. But another good one too is the the menu. I know that we're not going to talk about movies uh, this whole fucking episode, but dude, the menu is incredible, especially if you're kind of a foodie. Um, mm. It's fucking sick, dude. Like they've been advertising it a lot. I think it's on Netflix or something. I forget, maybe HBO, but uh, it's about like a, elite restaurant that they go to and then at the end of it like the the part of the menu is you get killed at the end and it's just kind of cool shit so there's there's people that are like on board because it's such an exclusive restaurant that they're down to just go and check out all the awesome food that they get to eat even if it means that they die at the end of it like it's it's kind of cool it's wild so fun stuff but this is not a movie review podcast this is a news show right yes it is well that it's kind of newsy uh uh talking about the newest movies that we've we've seen you know we could be the next uh siskel and ebert i guess you could say (laughs) right yeah i have not gonna lie i don't know who those are but i agree 
I agree. Well, they used to give the two thumbs up or two thumbs down. They were the uh, movie review guys way back before you had, uh, was it Rotten Tomatoes or, or right. whatever it is now? So, but yeah, they, they would watch all the, the new releases and Siskel and Ebert, you know, they gave the, the review if you should watch it or if it's going to be a tank. So, man, maybe we should do a little uh, weekly movie review or two at the beginning of these because I'm a fucking movie fan, man. Like, if I get to, I watched The Page Master last night again, haven't seen that in a minute. You seen that movie? Mm, no. Oh, my God, dude. Everyone should watch The Page Master. You can even go online and say, uh, page master 1994 stream for free and it's on archive.org or whatever it's like a educational movie at this point but it's fucking epic dude it's like a kind of like roger rabbit mix of live action and then okay. uh, um, animation awesome fucking movie lots of hidden uh symbols in there and pretty pedophilia heavy if you look into the symbolism so it's pretty gotcha. pretty wild it's a conspiracy head movie but um, yeah, man, I got movies all day I can recommend. So maybe we should we can add a segment in there. We haven't been doing our cunt of the week either. Um, I think I've got five cunts of the week, probably though. Um, oh shit! So yeah, I completely forgot about that. I know. We'll we'll save that towards the end. You can uh, find out who the cunts are. Spoiler alert: It's five black cops are the cunts of the week here. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> do you want to get into the, to some of these stories, man? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we had some participation, obviously. Um, last week was great. We got like the max amount that we could possibly get. Would you allow me to share my screen, please, sir? Because Actually, for this first oh, story, I wanted to cite um, our favorite go-to site, which is uh, Above Top Secret. And hmm. this is kind of interesting, man. China loses 400 million people. You said you'd heard about this. Yeah, I did. Uh if not getting too deep into hopefully not given what the story is away, they had a one baby policy where you could only have one one boy for many, right. many, many, many years. And then they started seeing their population kind of decline. And then they implemented, OK, you can have two kids. You're allowed to have a girl now. And then now they're all of a sudden seeing it because of these policies. Dude, and with maybe Rona and pokey pokes. Right. Uh, yeah. A lot of people All die. People into their houses. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, uh, I mean, it's crazy. It is very interesting. Let me, let me read this really quick here. What, what are we looking at in the, here in the data rig in China seems to prove that the China's population is a decrease by a 400 million people. Where did they actually go? It was uh, thought that the data reek was a uh, partial reek, but it appears it was a horror data of China population. It seems that the COVID uh, deaths may might be astronomical. That's a hard one to say in China. Astronomical. Uh, so much for the Sinovax. Um, it appears that uh, something is going on in China that may be terminal. This does not look like a country preparing for war. Now, I agree. This is it's definitely interesting. Thank you, uh, Chan, for that rate read there. But yeah, man, this Chan, is... Chan, you uh, did a good job, even with that yeah, Chan, astronomical. Chan, yeah, Chan's our little intern here. Um, yeah, man, uh, this is this is incredibly interesting, though, if you're talking about, um, you know, a country readying for a war, because then you have that Air Force dipshit that's like, we're going to be at war with China by 2025. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know, man. Is this kind of in line with like what the Deagle report was talking about? If that's the correct website that I'm thinking of, where the population drops off significantly, it could be. I mean, it could be playing in uh, to the population uh, agenda. 
And if you look at certain things, China usually trends first and then the rest of the world kind of, you know, oh, look, well, China's doing it. We might as well do it. You know what I mean? So could this be what the Georgia Guidestones used to reference before they were taken out by suspicious activity or direct energy weapons, whatever you want to call it. Um, But I don't know, like if they're preparing for war and you lost 400 fucking million people, uh, you ain't preparing for war. Uh, I I don't know, because you were always growing up, you're always told, oh, they have the largest infantry in the in the world. Because yeah. they have such a huge population, but four million people is a significant number to lose. Well, knowing a little bit that I do know about China, you know, the way that they would operate is they would have killed like a bunch of like the bottom feeders of society, homeless people, True. fucking old people, uh, people that have worn out their welcome, so to speak, in their words. Or this could be total bullshit. I mean, this could be something because, uh, you know, a data leak coming out of China just doesn't sound that normal, I guess. Uh, it doesn't True. seem like this is something that happens all the time. But yeah, this is what this first first comment here says. Or is that what they want you to think? A superpower has some thinking. They are not prepared. Never show your hand. Um, and China is watching very closely at Russia. They know what's up, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, he kind of that whole uh, art of the war appear weak when you're strong. Um, traditionally, and, and in the past, China has been appearing very strong. And now they're kind of appearing weak. So it's kind of interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah, and if you get into like the the Bible and it talks about the Gog Magog invasion and that kind of takes place over in that part of the the world with Russia, I forget who's Gog and Magog, but uh one's Russia, one's Eastern Europe or China or whatever. I don't know. Uh you hit something, you know, appear weak when you're strong. What's that say about us? Cuz right now we appear very weak and I don't think we're that sure. strong right now. Well, I don't know how much, uh, how closely these guys in, um, you know, the globalist government or whatever really apply that to the United States. Because um, hmm. the United States always kind of seems strong. It looks strong. So I just have a video playing here about something that Z said where um, it's a statement. Larger outbreak is coming. A village has over 200 fatalities due to COVID. I don't that doesn't sound significant at all. But if it's a village of 400 people, this is streamed four days ago. So fairly recent. And um, yeah, man, Z seems to be the the globalist world leader of choice for the moment. Yeah. So uh, definitely. Well, there's another thing. Uh, I think it was China just over the Lunar New Year uh, eased up on all um, COVID policies like restrictions and lockdowns and, and their zero COVID uh, policy thing and allowed travel and this and that. And if I'm not mistaken, Japan just listed COVID as uh seasonal flu in, in their category huh. of, of, of what, you know, sicknesses Assholes. every year. So I don't know. It, it, this is strange. I mean, it, it, it ta- I mean, you can go down so many different rabbit holes with this because, you know, obviously we want to talk about the Rona because, we know it came from there, but maybe it started here in America and we gave it to them. Well, you know, that could be a long story, but you know, uh, China owns a lot of property here and a lot of our debt. So I don't know the property, rather property, right? Our property. Yeah, man, we'll see. I, 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 we live in weird times, dude. It's so hard to know what the, what the facts are and stuff, but, uh, 
you know, before we move into like the the big thing that a lot of people have been talking about, you've been able to see this all over mainstream media news, the the Tyree Nichols uh, strange situation. Very unfortunate if it is real. Um, this Pfizer admitting to engineering viruses, validating the Project Veritas video. Uh, Veritas is controlled opposition. I don't know what to tell you guys. I mean, it is absolutely this dude would be fucking dead if mm-hmm. if it was not funded by like George Soros or something. But there is an investigation launched, and like that's got to tell you something. What does that mean that they're investigating this? Uh, I'm not sure, man, because I don't think that we're going to see like Nuremberg 2.0, like a lot of QAnon types are saying. Um, what do you what do you think about this? Do you think that anything's going to come of this investigation, or are they just going to say, uh, are they going to try and blame China? Are they going to try and blame Trump? Uh, the white supremacists, maybe? Uh, who's at fault here? I don't think anything will come of it. What if you look at every Project Veritas uh, leaked footage of this or leaked, right. you know, confessions? It never goes anywhere. Never. It's meant to piss people like us off. That's all that it's meant to do. And now my damn internet's not working, unfortunately. But yeah, it's just meant to stir us up and be like, "Man, you see what the fuck they're doing now?" And then people are like, "Yeah, that's it." And that's all that comes yeah. of it. Like we we told you all this, and you know, okay, so yeah, it does validate, but. It, it it never goes anywhere and, and you hit the nail i love that that email topic by the way yeah um, i know it always looks like i'm just searching the weirdest shit this is sent from you this is the topic of this Zoom <laughs> meeting smothered labia in just five minutes uh that's not uh not something i searched for that's just you but uh, um yeah <laughs> so i was you know, telling um, the wife before when i sent that i said you know how i always put these weird subjects oh my god you're fucking it was uh, doing this again. again. Yeah, I thought we were past this. I thought we were too. Um, there we go. There you go. But uh, I, I said, you know, I always put these weird subject lines in there, and I do that in hopes that he leaves his tab open. So when he shares his screen, it looks like he's really searching for like some weird, obscure shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did she enjoy it? Did she get a kick out of and it? She laughed. She she goes, "You're you're retarded." I said, "Yeah, I know." That's but, uh, all right. I don't, I don't know, but back to the the whole Pfizer. Yeah, we know it. Uh, it. They got a lot of interaction over Davos too. People were trying to, and it, it never went anywhere. Trying to get more answers and this and that, and yeah, we could tell everybody the absolute truth till we're blue in the face, and it doesn't necessarily. It, they're not going to always drink the water when led to it. So, it, right. you know what I mean, like. Like you said, it's meant to piss people like us off because we know, but those who just follow the the narrative are like, man, that's probably lies. They're they're a right wing. They're they're Trump's supporters or Trumpers or it's like whatever. Huh? Yeah, man. Um, we'll see. You know who else is controlled that. opposition? And I'm going to keep preaching this till I'm blue in the face. Who? Uh, is there's another person out there that's big in popularity right now that is paid controlled opposition that a lot of people really love. And that's DeSantis. Mm, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, uh, last time I talked with Susan Bradford, she didn't want to air the episode after we had talked about it. So I deleted it, but uh, she has been saying a lot of that stuff that like, you know, DeSantis is not who people think he is. Um, I guess she's got some sort of, um, She's involved in some sort of investigation or some sort of court case or something. And she was like, hey, you know, considering what I was talking about there, can you just delete that episode? I was like, sure. It would have been great to air it, but uh, probably, you know, I I never want to, 
you know, damage any important work that other people are doing or anything like that. Because I have, you know, honor when it comes to that stuff. Some people do not. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you're taking yeah. money from George Soros and you have ties to the World Economic Forum. And the Rockefellers. Don't forget them. And the Rockefellers. You're controlled up. Uh, yeah. Don't give me. Oh, he's for the Floridians. Uh, okay. Yeah. How many uh, old people are living in their cars in Florida? You know, so mm-hmm. fuck. He's not for the Floridians. He's for himself. Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's interesting. And then it's interesting that his, his wife, uh, you know, was diagnosed with cancer a little while back. Um, that's, you never like to see that, you know, you don't wish that on no. anybody, but, uh, you know, it, it's weird. Um, sometimes bad things like that happen to bad people and I'm not saying she deserved it. Obviously it would affect, uh, DeSantis, but man, if you're out there and you're just bold faced lying to people, you have some real uh, bad karma coming back to you, man. So maybe uh, that'll be his. Uh, maybe that'll be the sacrifice that puts him uh, in power. I believe she's power. gotten better because you know they have top of the line, you know, access to money and and uh, you know all this shit. So you know, I'm sure that there is some kind of cure for cancer out there, um, and then there is holistic things and stuff. But that's a whole rabbit hole and episode on its own. Um, this has been the big story of the week, man. This Tyree Nichols situation. Um, it reminds me a lot of George Floyd, uh, because mm-hmm. of the, you know, calling for mom, uh, you know, I guess he was screaming for mom. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the video. I don't really like watching these kinds of things that are just like mindless violence that are just like going to make you feel like shit. Um, I don't know. I like watching the UFC. I like watching violence, but not when it's just five thugs. Um, and they're not thugs cause they're black. They're thugs cause they're cops. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. this is, this is a pretty dirty shit here, dude. Um, did you have anything is looking at this? Um, I've heard a little bit about it. I haven't seen the the video either. Um, it's just weird how it's being covered in, in mainstream media. It's like they want to touch it, but they want to touch it with like a 10 foot pole. Right. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? And then Al Sharpton even kind of said something. Um, this wouldn't have happened if it was a white dude. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, you know, they're black. Cops. Al Sharpton be, yeah, they're black cops, and he, they're saying, "Well, if it was a white kid, they wouldn't have done that." So, what are you, what are you implying, Al? Like, he doesn't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't get where that guy comes from half the time, anyway. But it's just a, it, it's weird, and I don't know. You, you don't see your typical people uprising against it that you think should, or, or not should, would. Uh, well, there there was a thing that came out in uh, Memphis, because this is where this all went down. I actually wanted to look this up, and I meant to do this er- earlier. It's called the Scorpion. I think it's called the Scorpion Police Force or something. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Did you hear yeah, about this that? Is a, yeah, this is a... They have a nice little logo. Really? Okay. Street Crimes Operation to Restore Peace in Our Neighborhoods. Jeez. Now that's out of California. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, well, apparently, there's, there's uh, Scorpion uh, forces all over the place. Okay. Yeah, I the one I heard so about was have these long in, ass in like that. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to step on you there. No, you're good, dude. Um, yeah, we got a little uh, delay here. Uh, but yeah, the 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 logo is a skull. Okay, like not you know, like just a regular skull wearing a German style helmet, and shit, there was something else in it. Um, I'll try to pull it up here. It's just my computer's yeah. running a little little wonky right now they were uh, yeah. the video i saw was bringing attention somewhere out of uh somewhere in california and 
now that you're saying that they're probably uh, all over police departments would yeah. make sense. It's like a, uh, a, what do you call that? A boys club or, a, you know, racist. Yeah. Unit? A little society of some kind, man. Uh, yeah. Are you seeing the no. one that you saw? Nope. Cause I'm not seeing anything with a German hat, but um, yeah, man. So I, I was trying to look into this a little bit here. And it looks like um, they're just there to kind of uh, restore order, almost like National Guard adjacent, it sounds like. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But to me, when you're going to weaponize the police in this, that, that's not what the police are for. That You know what I mean? Like, you should not militar- militarize your p- police forces. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, when, when we were talking about this last night at a little family get-together thing, um. It's kind of wild that, you know, if you're going against the police officers, you know, obviously Black Lives Matter, they're going to be a little more tolerant of black police officers since it's such a racist group to begin with. Black Lives Matter, that is. Um, it, now, if there's black people that are also perpetuating the crimes that the police are are doing, um, you know, it just kind of includes all the police now. It's not just white white cops. I mean, you had an Asian cop involved in the whole uh What's that piece of shit's name? Floyd. You know, that that situation, there was an Asian cop involved. So you're getting all kinds of races involved. It's not just about white people. It's now about police. So kind of interesting. Um, I'd be interested to to hear what, uh, you know, active police officers are. Man, I go back and forth depending on what's going on, on how I feel about the police. Um, I'm the same way. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm really pro police. And then other times... I'm like, man, these guys are a fucking bunch of, of scumbags. Yeah, I'm, I'm really leaning towards that. And a lot of people in this community feel similarly. Um, more of the right leaning kind of brainwashed people are out there like Blue Lives Matter and all this shit. Man, at, at this point, I'm against um, I'm against all that shit, man. They seem more uh, occupied with finding otherwise good citizens, you know, for speeding five miles an hour over or you know doing something where they're not really gonna get shot doing shit they're not really out there protecting and serving they're just fucking like collecting money for the state at this point is what it seems like they don't really do anything helpful in uh, really crime-ridden areas they have like multiple day fucking response times because they're out like harassing kids and shit so yeah man they're not doing their fucking jobs no and there was a video i saw this this happened maybe a year or two ago these these two dudes were sitting uh, outside on a on a patio eating at, at like a restaurant or maybe having a drink or something. And these cops come up to this black dude and they're like, oh, you look like uh, uh, someone that, that fits this crime for whatever. Uh, I forget what it was. And he's like, nah, you got the wrong guy. And they're like, you need to stand up, uh, this and that. And he's like, no, you're not arresting me. I'm not the guy that you're you're thinking of. And you're trying to arrest me just because I look like somebody. And he's like, and he remained calm the whole fucking time, smiled. And the the big turn of event at the end, they, they handcuffed him. And he's like, yeah, get my wallet. Get my ID out of my back pocket. You guys made a big fucking mistake. Open his wallet. He's a fucking FBI agent. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, FBI the look on their faces were like, too. true. But, you know, he, he, <laughs> it was like just funny. Kind. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's kind of funny, man. Um, yeah, I, it's, uh, man, that's an ugly fucking shirt. You see that? Jeez. I'm trying to find this logo that I saw and I'm, it's not coming up anymore. 
Huh. That might have been I a wonder little if fake it got, news. It could have been. Um, yeah, 29-year-old dude pulled over for an alleged reckless driving on January 7th. Man, this is a while ago, and it's coming out now, huh? Uh, yeah. And a group of officers from the Scorpion unit attacked and beat him. Okay, so I guess they were Scorpion unit. Ooh. I did not know that. And then they sent out more Scorpion unit to uh, to try and keep the peace. I'd never heard of the Scorpion unit before this, and it's kind of interesting no. to know that these officers were Scorpion unit. During the incident, the officers confronted Nichols at two separate locations and kicked, beat, and punched Nichols, who screamed that he didn't do anything, according to body cam footage. Nichols died on January 10th from excessive blood loss. Uh, both Nichols and the officers who arrested him are black. Um, the five officers involved, Tadarius Bean, <laughs> that sounds like a fake name if I ever heard one, Demetrius Haley, Desmond Mills Jr., Emmett Martin III, and Justin Smith. Uh, fuck all those guys. Uh, even if this is just a setup thing, fuck them for playing into this agenda. Uh, yeah. These dudes are scumbags, no matter which way you look at it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess they're all fired, fired last week for violating department policies, including excessive use of force. Um, charged with second degree murder, official oppression, aggravated assault and official misconduct after investigations by said FBI and Shelby County uh, District Attorney's Office. So, yeah, man, these dudes are fucked. And I hope that they go to fucking prison and they get that cop treatment in prison, man. That would be nice. That would I be. I just I don't have a lot of love anymore, like you're saying, for what I used to think. You know, when you grow up, you see a cop, you, you know, they would interact with you as a kid and try to be, you know, nice to get, you know, hey, police are trusting this and that. And now you you barely see that. You see a lot of this shit. Now, granted. Everybody has a camera. When I was growing up, not everybody carried a camera. Cell phones weren't right. what they are today. But you see so much of this abuse of power. And another thing that I, I really enjoy seeing uh, is these First Amendment audits on on police stations or people going into like a, a federal building and recording because they have that right under under the Constitution and make complete fools out of these cops. Because they, they, they're not educated and trained in their constitution, even though they take an oath to the constitution. And they sit there and try to arrest the dude. And he's like, go out, you know, and it's not just one dude, but, you know, several different people will go out and do it. Uh, the one I like the most, is, I think he goes by Long Island, Long Island Audit. Um, but it, it's, it's good stuff. And these cops just get fucking, they look stupid because they're, like I said, not trained and educated in in the Constitution and, and in constitutional rights, even though they swear to uphold and defend it. Yeah, I will say, um, and this is a, a very broad brush, but most cops are stupid. I think they're not they're not cops are not America's best. Like, we just got to be real about that, because no one's going to go out there and do that job for thirty thousand dollars a year. Um, so, yeah, there's not there's minimal training. These guys are usually fat and out of shape. Um, they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat with their fucking, you know, shooting accuracy. <laughs> no. And, um, yeah, they're, they're weak, pathetic, soft dudes that want some authority. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I think that they should be, some of these people should be trained and whether it be jujitsu or boxing or both really, I mean, like combat, these dudes should be badass. Like they should like, you know, even like the whole culture of martial arts, like it's kind of like teaching respect they're they're usually honorable people and that's again painting with a broad brush there's plenty of martial artists that are pieces of shit too but just like have a culture in the police departments where where 
they know that they're respected and they feel like they deserve the respect and they also respect other people right that's kind of what leaders do is like they mm-hmm. eat last so to speak they're they're honorable and they they treat people the way they want to be treated these guys are just thugs man and, and it's it's growing more and more you see it more and more like you said so it's kind of interesting to see and a lot of them are probably picked on in in high school and shit so that that's their way of getting back or they were bullies right i mean like yeah, you see a lot bullies, of that. yeah so, i yeah, think man. they i think the police the culture needs to go back to the time of maybe taking some lessons from andy griffith just What's that? Uh, it was an old i know the uh, show yeah but like it, it, it was more morals and and you know ethics and and policing from like a human type of way, you know, just be treat people respectively, and you know, even if the situation, you know, calm the situation down, don't escalate the situation, you know, try to figure out a lesson to be learned in the situation. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, it's not. Uh... It's not that hard to just fucking treat your fellow man well, but no, I've got a few things here. I uh, just want to find this is uh, I don't know if she intended for this to be uh, shared on here, but I figured we would. I'll actually pull it up on my computer. Hopefully it won't lag on me. Um, we yeah. got another Simpsons uh, prediction. Ooh, I wonder. Okay. Uh, when we go to play the uh, Ron's uh, stuff and we can, I can read his, uh, his comment or whatever. If you wouldn't mind playing it on your end, because I'm still not being able to figure out what's going on with my audio. And I don't want it yeah. to sound like shit. Yeah, sure. Okay, so let me um, zoom in here a bit, and then we'll get this going. Yeah, this is the first one from Victoria Willis. She sent one last week. Thanks for the uh, stuff. And again, I never know if they specifically want this on here, but this fit right in with uh, with her goofy little show here. So can you see that? You know what? Actually, what I need to do. Yes, sir. Is share what sound. I always got to do is share sound, dude. You know, I always forget that. I don't do any shows uh, over Zoom with other people. Like this is a, this is really it. I work alone. All right, here we go. No, you're a solo okay. ninja. I'd like to call to order this secret conclave of America's media empires. We're here to come up with the next phony baloney crisis to put Americans back where they belong in dark rooms glued to their televisions, too terrified to skip the commercials. (laughs) Well, I think... NBC, you are here to listen and not speak. (laughs) I think we should go with a good old-fashioned public health scare. Uh, Yeah. New disease. No one's immune. It's like the summer of the shark, except instead of a shark, it's an epidemic. And instead of summer, it's all the time. Now, I hate to be the guy who derails what everybody else loves. He loves being that guy. But, Janice, we do have standards. This can't be a made-up disease. The only moral thing to do is release a deadly virus into the general public. We do have something we've been holding on to, but it hasn't been tested. Get over here, NBC. Uh, well, we certainly haven't been testing, but I. Oh, oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, we've got our deadly disease. We have to burn everything the cat touched before the virus makes us paranoid. <laughs> so, yeah, you get the idea here. Yeah, that was funny. I didn't realize it was that one. That was uh, an older one, but a goodie. A goodie for yeah. sure. So. Yeah, man, always uh, always good to see those Simpson things. Because yeah, man, they they are just like constantly predicting shit. It's strange. They are, and it, I don't have the video uh, just because it, I I wasn't 
the, the quality wasn't the greatest, but it was a Simpsons prediction where Lisa was an archaeologist and she's uh, down in, you know, excavating these bones and she's brushing off all these bones and it pans out and it's bones of an angel or, or what appears to be an angel. Now, uh, there's a story coming out of Russia that an excavation crew was digging down and this plays into many different theories with the fallen angel uh, or angels. Could this have been a fallen angel petrified or in stone? Because it is a, what appears to be a very intricate uh, stone carving. Um, and it, 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 it's an angel standing there with his, his sword, you know, looking down, but they found it deep in the ground. Uh, when they were excavating for a site or, you know, a building or, or something. And it, it's pretty interesting to see, uh, but I can't find any video of it being translated into English. So it's, it's all in Russia. So that, that, that's why I didn't really um, save the video, but it, it, it was neat to see. And I was like, man, you know, I'm, it just plays into a lot of uh, those biblical prophecies that you know people have been floating around you know with the nile drying up and i think you played some uh audio on an episode that you did with kim uh a few months back wh where they dug in in a hole in, in russia and, and lowered a speaker in there and it, it yeah, sounded yeah. like demons and hell yeah. and all this and it, it was just i was just like huh you know this could be or it could have been part of an ancient civilization that just got buried over like what matt talks about a lot and you know, but the 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 stonework and carving is top notch. I mean, you, you, probably better than what you'd see today. Yeah, you know what's interesting too is um, you wonder like if if we've had like these cycles throughout humanity, and I tend to believe that we have, right? I mean, you see those mm -hmm. uh, you know ancient supercomputer that anti-Kythera mechanism thing that was an analog computer, but still, uh, you know centuries literally centuries ahead of technology at the time so that would imply that there was some kind of like pinnacle in like maybe the ancient greek roman times and then mm -hmm. it falls and then you know we're kind of coming back up it's not linear this technology isn't linear and you wonder if society suffered from a culture uh devaluing or i don't know exactly what what you would call it exactly but culture just going to shit um, kind of like they talk about in Rome, where like they're just running around, they're fucking, you know, dudes are fucking dudes and kids and whatever basically they want. Um, Good old Caligula, there's a, right? There's this, uh, <laughs> there's this guy that Kim found actually, and he goes around and acts like he finds like old artifacts, but he mm -hmm. makes all these things. Um, he said that he discovered like a long-legged woolly mammoth corpse. And really? people are like, wow, this is real. Like, you should fucking, you know, get this out there more. And he doesn't explicitly say that it's fake. So there's a lot of dummies out there that are like, wow, there's a new species that's been discovered. And this guy is just like burying these things under the surface and then pretending to dig them out. Um, I wonder if people I did think, that in the past, you know, if, if people yeah, fuck around like that in the past. That would make sense because there is a, a stone off New England that was supposedly a, a Viking ruin. Um, but after closer investigation, uh, and I, I might be confusing it with a different one, um, but one of them was faked. And, but it was faked in such a way that, I mean, they, they, they it, it was almost impossible to tell it was a fake because it, with the way they do carbon dating and whatever, I mean, these people did it to a T and, you know, crossed their eyes and dotted 
you know, cross their T's and dotted their eyes. And uh, yeah, you got to cross your eyes, dot T's. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you make up new letters. Uh, but it, <laughs> it is neat. And you and I were talking about, you know, hey, resets happen throughout history all the time. And I, I think you're right. Uh, you know, you, you get so far advanced to a, a certain thing to where people may be exposing the truth and the truth can't be fully revealed. So they reset and start over. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting, man. Uh, Hard to know exactly what the deal is, but um, I, uh, I I got another one here from our friend Noidles. Noidles. Nice. He uh, sent something. I'm assuming Noidles is a, he, it was an article. Uh, Samsung's head researcher wants human AI interactions to be multi, um, a multi-sensory experience, um, which is, you know, augmented reality, basically, right? I believe that's what it is. But uh, that's a big leap beyond running a lab of students, blah, blah, blah. Um, trying to kind of skim through here. This dude's part of MIT, I guess, um, or had worked at MIT um, in the Cambridge, Massachusetts, and AT&T, now Nokia, Bell Labs in New Jersey. And, um, yeah, man, I'm just trying to find some of the uh, – oh, that's funny. He's a self-described intellectual jack-of-all-trades. He's not up his own ass, huh? <laughs> yeah, Jeez. not at all. I'm sort of an intellectual jack-of-all-trades, you know? Uh, no big deal. Save some What I can do, Mom. Us, sir. What's that? Yeah. Look what I can do, Mom. Yeah, no shit. Like Stuart. Remember Stuart from Mad TV? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I'm trying to see exactly where he kind of describes this. I mean, yeah, this guy's got a little micro penis, you can tell. Uh, oh, hell yeah. And it's not just because he's Asian. Yeah, South Korean. Um, yeah, man, just I, I can't believe that. I can't <laughs> an intellectual jack of all trades. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Tell me you smell your own farts without showing me that you smell your own farts. Exactly. Or you can lick your own ass. One of the two. Oh, boy. Can you imagine tongue punching your own fart box? No, I know uh, what comes out of there. Ugh. I have a hard time <laughs> picking up a dodge. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He was recruited by Samsung Electronics in 2018 to help develop its AI strategy, including academic collaborations and hiring researchers. Sung says, uh, which is this guy's name, Sung says the top priority for Samsung research in AI is to make users' interactions with the devices as convenient and natural as possible, um, which is scary because it's a, not a natural thing. That may no. mean turning on the air conditioning unit with a voice command, running health checks through a smartwatch, or directing robot vacuum cleaners with simplified sign language. So that's strange. You know, I saw too. I guess there's a lawsuit going on with Facebook where they were running an algorithm where if you were on your phone, you had to basically like it would drain your battery. Um, oh, so they really? want people. Yeah, they want people for some reason plugged in as much as possible, like quite literally plugged in. Um, makes sense. Does it? I mean, how how does it make sense to you? I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that, because. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense that it would uh, 
kill your battery quicker because my wife was just talking about this with me last night. Uh, we were talking about different social media apps. She's like, yeah, I got rid of this. And she's like, TikTok was draining my battery and, and, you know, some other things. And she's like, you know, I'm just sticking with Facebook and, and that's about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I get it. You know, I said, I, I keep TikTok just because I like looking around for different weird stories out there, but you know, and I tease that I have an addiction, but the fact that they purposely did this, um, not cool, but why would you, I can't say why would you want people always on, uh, an app or a device? It's, I, I know why, you know, they're going for the, the metaverse and, and constant hypnotism and, and being plugged in and, and distracted from everything that's going around. You know, people don't go out and walk around their, their properties or even go for a hike in the woods anymore. You know what I mean? Or, or even just to walk down the street without their phone in, in their face and practically getting hit by cars all the time. Yeah. You know, what was interesting, man. I, I've been uh, trying to get more like cardio in and stuff like that. Um, I'm able to run for 15 minutes straight now, which is actually a big, big uh, jump up from what I was at the beginning of the year, even. So I I don't even think I can do that. Yeah, it's it's harder than it sounds, man. 15 minutes isn't that long. But when you're jogging, it's like fucking forever. So my goal is an hour by the end of the year. So I should be able to hit that. But, um, dude, I went on a walk the other day and maybe the edible had something to do with it. Okay, I took an (laughs) edible. I ate. We ate dinner and um, I was getting tired. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to go on a walk just to try and wake up. And that's when the stray dogs were like following me. I don't know if you saw that story, but there's like just stray dogs that were just like walking with me. It was fucking weird. But I had my speaker going for a while connected to my phone, just carrying my speaker. And for the last part of it, when I was like really high, I turned it off and I was walking through this area. The sun was kind of setting and dude, it felt weird. Like it felt fucking weird. If you always have your phone on, if you always have like some kind of stimulation going on, get outside and turn it off and just see how it makes you feel. Like I definitely had some anxiety. Again, it's probably had something to do with the edible, but uh, it was strange, man. Like towards the end, I was like looking around, making sure no one was following me. Like I was paranoid. It felt fucking weird. Um, so yeah, man, I, the, these, these devices are doing something to us, our brains big time. Yeah, they are. Uh, I, I'm fully guilty of it myself. Monday through Friday, when I'm at work, if I'm driving, I have my a podcast playing. When I get back and I'm in the warehouse pulling orders and and you know you know helping customers if they come in, I got an earbud in listening you know to some sound because there's the warehouse is quiet. There's nothing you know not a radio playing nothing. And you know when I get home, I I take it out. But usually, yet when I get home, what's my other stimulation? I'm sitting behind a computer. I'm either recording an episode or editing audio or you know putting together an episode so i'm stimulated in that aspect so i'm sitting here again with headphones on listening make sure i have all the audio you know pieced together where i need it and then when i'm done i'll go out and get on instagram for a little bit and then go to bed so it's like i'm guilty of it but i will say when we do go out for for hikes in the woods um, the only time I ever pull my phone out is like, if I want to take a picture or something, but the moment we get out there and I get out of the car and it's just, you just hear nature It's to me, I'm like, Oh, I'm home. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, I wish I could stay out here for days. And, but you know, obviously I, I can't, um, but it, people need to just get out and like you said, do that. You don't need to eat an edible or anything. And, but if you want yeah. to go ahead, yeah, I mean, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a freeing feeling. And like you said, if you're not used to it and you have constant stimulate stimulation going in your day-to-day life, whether it's, you know, just like you said, having music going or whatever, and you turn it off, it can be weird. It, it can be very weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely strange, but yeah, man, people do need to get out there. My damn hoodie's choking me. Sorry. I feel like oh, I uh, hate that Jiminy Glick, you know, with that fat dude that sits on the thing and he sits on this, the, the, uh, couch all fucking weird. I think that's the guy's name, but yeah, man, uh, funny one here for our next little story. This was sent from a Canadian buddy, Daryl shout out to Daryl. He's a cool dude. Man planning to sell heroin and meth from Vancouver storefront hopes to save lives. Let's hear his angle what? here. <laughs> Let's see. We may have an ad. A Vancouver oh, man no. wants to open up his own store, not to sell groceries or clothing, but hard drugs. He's well aware <laughs> it's a risky move, but hopes his shop will reduce the number of people dying of overdoses. As Tamina Aziz reports, his lawyer believes the law will be on his side. Jerry Martin is a former drug addict. Now sober, he wants to open up his own brick and mortar shop to sell hard drugs, including heroin, cocaine, and meth. It takes the extreme to get things done sometimes. He recently lost his brother due to overdose and says there's a need to provide a safe supply. You know, a lot of these people, in fact, all of them, they have to take a risk every day where they go get their drugs. They're either going to get something that isn't clean or safe, or they can put themselves in a dangerous situation. There's a lot of predators out there that'll get girls to do things for their drugs, whether they got the money or not. And in a situation. I don't think it's very comfortable for anyone. So they can come in there and not have to worry about that. He's been sober for 15 years and hopes through education future customers will eventually get clean too. For the people out there that think it's a really bad idea, you want to look at it from the user's ankle and the family of that user. While it's currently not legal to sell these drugs, his lawyer says there's a possibility it could be in the near future. Vancouver is a very progressive part of the country and might sound strange in other parts of the country but uh, Vancouver is also also suffering through a terrible uh, opioid scourge and it's really uh, it's opioid poisoning is what's going on people are dying um, so it's a huge problem safe supply would address that more than 1800 people died from illicit drug use last year dude i would not want that thing representing me i thought it was a chick no. and it has like female <laughs> glasses yeah. I heard you're like, what the fuck is that? Diabetes corner service. So we would argue that the the law is arbitrary because it's making people less safe, not more safe. Martin says he gets a supply tested and deems it safe and vows he'll be selling it in Vancouver's downtown east side this weekend from his trailer, even if it means he could get arrested. I'm not too worried. I think I'll probably get bail. He says it's worth the risk if it means saving someone's life. Tamina as CTV News, Vancouver. Thank you, Tamina. Yeah, I mean, brave, brave for sure. But uh, it reminds me of safe injection sites. I I see where the guy's coming from um, because I'm kind of one of those closet make all drugs legal. And I think you're going to see a lot of people doing drugs drop. Uh, Look at uh, Portugal did it and they barely have a drug problem anymore. Um, I get where he's coming from. Okay. My stuff is, is, is clean. It doesn't have fentanyl in it. Here's your proper dose. You know, if if you want to do it fine, you know, but have the maximum amount of personal responsibility if, if something bad does happen and, and, and what have you, but I don't know. It's strange. I think the guy's lawyer should have been named Pat instead of Paul. Uh, but a lot of TV and Saturday night live jokes here or whatever, uh, you know, yeah. 
And uh, he did look like he was tweaking a little bit. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, if he has access to this stuff and he's planning on selling it, he's probably doing it too. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, it's kind of interesting, man. I, I, I see where you're coming from there, but, um, and I, I agree that I think over a long period of time, like long term, you'd see drug use drop. But for a little while, especially in our fucked up culture here in this country, dude, you'd have fucking like toddlers doing this shit for a little while. You know what I mean? Like you'd have all kinds of fucking people doing it for for a little while. And I think yeah. a lot of dumb people will die because I'll tell you right now, dude, if meth was legal or heroin was legal, guess who still wouldn't be doing it? Me, because I'm not fucking touching that shit. Um, there's a lot of it at my high school when I was a kid. Um, Same. a lot of heroin. Yeah, dude. A lot of heroin. Uh, yeah. When I was in tech school, my, I would get, uh, my mom would send me, uh, clippings out of the newspaper of kids. I went to high school with dying ODs and this and that. It was, it was, it was almost <laughs> like a every other week thing for, for a little bit. And I was just like, holy shit. Like one of my, one of my guys I went to high school with, I was a friend with, uh, graduated, went into a local, what we call hoagie shops out here. Uh, asked for a spoon, went into the bathroom and OD. His last, his last fucking words were, "Can I get a spoon?" And went in, they found him dead. It's like, damn. I don't know. It's it, it's crazy, but anyway, yeah, that's it, pretty intense. Um, yeah. yeah, poor dude. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, there's a problem with it. There's clearly a problem. Um, do you want to queue one of yours up really quick? I need to get a refill on my watcher. Um, yeah, go ahead and get a. Go get water. I can read Ron's uh, comment and then have you play the video when you get back. Uh, but this is just a, a funny uh, little story about, you know, special forces and uh, what kind of goes on uh, in the military. Uh, Ron Weed's dad was uh, a Delta Force operator. Uh, rest in peace. He is, he's passed away. Um, and great man from what from what i know from what ron has told me and you know and shared some of his stories um he but his his comment on on this video that that ryan will play then is i've heard my dad tell a story a few times of being in a van and pointing his gun at a nosy infantry soldier during a traffic stop my dad's version of the story was that it wasn't planned to point their guns at him he was just afraid of friendly fire so made sure he exposed his patch with the gun and his patch, meaning uh, the American flag or uh, could be the other uh, like a company patch, but usually they, they want to make sure the American flags displayed. Um, where was I? Uh, he said he didn't know uh, the other guys were pointing to until he realized he had that guy had, had that guy pointing over his shoulder. My dad got, uh, his silver star in Panama. Crazy co coincidence that I talk about those guys and I hear my dad's story from other people's point of view. Laugh out loud. So yeah, it, it it is. It's funny, you know what I mean? Because when you when you get down into some of these different places, you uh, Delta Force and infantry tree they don't work hand in hand. You know what I mean? Like infantry doesn't know what fucking special forces is doing, and you know they're on a mission. And from what I'm gathering, uh, this little video that, that he did send is maybe what he, maybe could have been part of his dad's unit or whatever. But, you know, because he does say, you know, it's neat to hear other people uh, tell my dad's side of the story you know, from their point of view. So it, it is neat. And it, I 
I was never special forces, but you hear a lot of special forces always saying, you know, man, our, our fucking plans always get interrupted because these fucking nosy, you know, no gooders or whatever try to poke their nose into shit that they don't have any fucking clue that it's way above their pay grade. And, you know, it, I don't know. It's funny. I, I love hearing shit like that. Uh, you're muted. Yes, I am. Um, I was saying, let's uh, see what this guy has to say here. Up front, it's a panel van. You can't see in the back. Driver looks like, man, he could be a Panamanian, Hispanic of some sort. And I said, who are you guys? But I'm not used to army guys dressed like this. I was like, what do you got in the back? You got anything in the back? And he said, I have guys in the back and they have guns. And we're trying to get to the papal nuncia to where Noriega's being held or he's for sanctuary. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to look in the back. You get the handle. I'll go guns up and look in the back and clear it, right? It's a slider panel van. And there's these dudes in uh, woodland camouflage, BDUs, Protect. One guy sitting in the doorway like this, facing right at me. And he's got his, uh, his U.S. flag, red, white, and blue. It's not, it's not subdued. And I can see that. Another guy I can see has one on his chest. And he's over his shoulder like this, pointing at me. All I can remember is a wall of guns looking at me. Hispanic male is in the passenger seat up front. It's a panel van. You can't see in the back. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder just like all the, the weird, I mean, there's gotta be so many just insane stories from these people that are doing this kind of shit, man. Yeah. Big time. Pretty nuts. Um, And the the ones that do come out, man, are fascinating to listen to. It's like, Oh shit. You know? And, And some of them you're like, man, that fucking operation was so close to going, you know, tits up that, how it didn't is beyond me you know what i mean and and they actually got their their mission done but yeah yeah uh nate sent me this too because you know sticking with the theme i think it was last week where he sent in that one uh really ugly girl cop that was just getting getting the salami rope from several catalyst reached out to get her on the show yeah that would have been awesome dude this (laughs) another, another cop out there she doesn't look bad she really doesn't look bad at all um I guess a Colorado officer was fired for having an OnlyFans. Um, says her subscribers are more professional than the officers. Uh, I doubt that. Well, actually, maybe maybe she's not lying. But yeah, she looks good there, man. Um, mm-hmm. Colorado officer was fired for making $27,000 per month selling sexy snaps on OnlyFans. Um, Melissa Williams, if anyone's interested. Dude, you know what? I'm actually, um, and this isn't going to sound the way that it's supposed to sound when I say it. I'm going to make an OnlyFans for the show because I really? think I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to do like sex shit on there, but I'm just going to do it because I think that it will. Um, I think it'll be one of the last sites to really censor people. Mm, so I'm going to go on there and, and just have and basically it'll be like a Patreon backup. So I'm, I'm definitely going to do it, though, I think. And it'll just be kind of funny to say that I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> go check so, out Ryan's OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, come check that out reminds me of that nurse. Uh that got fired from her job and uh, because she had an OnlyFans, and obviously she was uh having sex but it was with her husband and they would they would put that up and she, dude she's making bank you know what i mean and she tried to keep it quiet was you know never announced it at work someone at at the hospital found out and they're like nope you gotta go uh she was on i think drinking bros uh podcast as a guest yeah. once but you know it, it's crazy what what people do and uh, the money that some of these people make having an only fans. Uh, 
is, is bizarre. It, I don't know. I, it, people, you're not going to get me paying for feet picks. I don't think feet are that great, but some people make a killing at fucking selling feet picks. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, have at it. You know, it's America. It, do you, <laughs> I guess, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. As long as you're not hurting any kids, go for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that, let me see. I have, oh, and I have one more from truth and media. Um, let me see here. I'll pull this up. You follow him? Yeah. He, he was on the tavern long, long time ago. Uh, I've I tried to, I reach out every now and again to see if he wants to come back on. He's out of Texas. Uh, I think his podcast is called bricks in the wall. Okay. Yeah. He's a pretty, pretty cool dude. Let me see if this is a long video. Okay. Yeah. Way too long. It's a five and a half hour long video. So um, basically, and and again, I don't know if he actually intended for this to be on this show, but I thought it was definitely newsworthy and pretty interesting. Um, obviously, an older thing, 2013 when this came out, but it's uh, MK Ultra Discovery. Terrence McKenna admitted that he was a, quote, deep background and, quote, PR agent for the CIA or FBI. That's pretty interesting. It ties right in with my... Um, you know, establishment psychedelic movement and um, pretty interesting, man. Did you know this? No, I did not. Um, This name sounds super familiar. Terrence McKenna. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a big psychedelics advocate, right? I I don't, I don't know. Watch. We'll double check. Uh, An American anthobotanist and mystic. Oh boy. Who advocated the responsible use of naturally occurring psychedelic plants. So, yeah, a psychedelic okay. advocate, dude, very prestigious, right? Uh, part of academia. And um, the dude admitted that he was uh, a CIA and FBI asset. So it goes right in line with the shit that I was talking about in that episode. Yeah. And I, those little deep dives that you're doing, uh, I love them. Uh, with music and Hollywood, and then you know you're you're talking about the psychedelic movement. I think uh, I've heard it was probably Rogan in a Rogan clip. I've never listened to a full episode of Rogan. Um, he I, he probably quoted Terrence McKenna a lot. You know what I mean? It, it, which doesn't surprise me, um, especially with the stuff that you're you're kind of bringing up and bringing into to light about people like him and pushing the psychedelic movement. Um, and I've always said, okay, there there is some good research in with dementia and Parkinson's and 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 what have you with like psilocybin, but I I don't I don't necessarily think that that research. I mean, and I could be wrong. It could be controlled op. You know what I mean? It could be CIA fronts for for medicine and and yada yada yada. But I don't know the, the fact that they're doing good work with it. I like. But I don't like how a lot of this other stuff and movements with psychedelics to kind of, I don't know, brainwash you into thinking that you're doing something good when you're probably not. And you're probably not really seeing the good spirits that you think you're really seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, dude, that's that's the big thing, man. When these people talk about these entities that they see, those are not good entities. They might feel really good and it might be great. But, dude, I don't think angels are going to come and fucking visit you when you're tripping the fuck out. It's going to be something that acts like it's good and it's evil. And and people right. are just so caught up in, you know, the I think it's a fucking fad, dude. I think it's a trend. And people are going to start realizing, yeah, DMT is not good. People do die from fucking DMT. People act like yeah. you can't fucking die from it. They die all the fucking time from that shit. So mm-hmm. it's just interesting to me. Um 
you know, the, the Egyptians were very aware and very weary of it. Um, I was actually kind of going back and forth with this guy. I forget his name. Is it Juan? I forget his name. I should know his name, but the guy from Truth and Media. Oh, yeah, I think it is Juan. Okay. I forget his last name. Yeah. Well, yeah, he might not want it out there, but, uh, it, you know, it, it is kind <laughs> of, uh, it's interesting because he was saying, you know, the Egyptians loved it. I was watching something just like yesterday, I think, where the Egyptians were afraid of him, you know, like the mm-hmm. the uh, like higher class, like Akhenaten and, and some of these more famous pharaohs would use the blue lotus. But then there's this thing that they call the blue elephant, which they think is the blue lotus. And they're like in modern day Egypt, they're fucking terrified of it. You know what I mean? There was like a little kid that died recently um, of an overdose because they got into like their parents stash or something. And um, yeah, man, they, they're very aware. And they're like, yeah, you can't you can't you should not fuck with these things. You mentioned something on your recent uh, episode of, of the psychedelic movement, um, something called STP. Did you ever figure out what STP really was? Because as soon as you said it, I'm like, I wonder if that's where Stone Temple Pilots got their name and just came up with Stone Temple Pilots to, you know, to fill in for STP and this being some kind of psychedelic knockoff of uh, LSD. Yeah, I don't know. Supposedly, this is like a superior thing to DMT. And all that I saw was that it was like a... Like it doesn't smell and it doesn't uh, maybe it lasts longer. I forget exactly what the what the positives to it, but the Grateful Dead actually preferred this over DMT, this STP. Okay. Um, I guess it's two five dimethyloxy for methamphetamine. Not sure. I don't know yeah. much about chemistry, but no. Yeah, man. I guess it was uh, synthesized in sixty three um, by Alexander Shulgin who was investigating the effect of four poison substitutions on psychedelic amphetamines. Um, yeah, interesting. I don't know much. Looks like a, this Robert Tim Scully looks like a fucking weirdo. Got his cat yeah. on his computer. Um, so, yeah, man, it's always it's always interesting to, to learn about that stuff. But all that I knew about it was that it was, um, you know, kind of like a DMT alternative that apparently the Grateful Dead preferred. Doesn't shock me there. And it's just, like I said, it was just weird because I thought of Stone Temple Pilots, but they're not like a psychedelic band. But if you looked at Scott Whelan, he looked like he could be a psychedelic weirdo. You know what I mean? Like he he just he he was he, he's weird. Yeah, he's wild. Yeah, he'd go dress out like go out on stage naked, wrapped in an American flag and shit. Yeah, he's pretty pretty out there. Seems more Sometimes like how'd he dress user. up like a girl? Yeah, yeah, kind of seems more like a coke user, but I don't know. Pretty pretty weird, dude, for sure. Yeah. It's, but yeah, that was all that I had uh, this week. I didn't have a, a ton. Definitely. Yeah, I didn't. Ones, though. Yeah, I didn't get really much either because uh, I keep putting all the weight on your back. I mean, uh, you <laughs> keep working out and, and, and you're trying to get in shape. So I, I figured I'd just hop on your back and, and you know, add 250 pounds and maybe, maybe it'll strengthen, strengthen you up quicker. But no, there I got to. I got my legs are sore. Yeah, I got to uh, I got to start putting out some of those little short reels and, and what have you. I, I keep ignoring uh, posting for some reason on uh, I get too wrapped up in, in looking for content that I forget to create content and put it out in different information out on, on my Instagram channel. Um, but yeah, you know, Hey, not every week's going to be a fucking rock star week. And uh, I wish we had a way to play a jingle for cunt of the week. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it, well, maybe we can come up with a little stinger or something, but yeah. uh, 
my my cunt of the week is these cops. You know that yeah. that's definitely my cunt. I don't know if you have someone else. Joe Biden's always up there. I mean, he 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 got snubbed this week by these asshole cops. Um, also, one thing that we should mention, dude, I, unless you have a different pick for cunt of the week. No, no, I pick? would have to agree with these cops being the cunt of the week. Okay. Uh, yeah, cunt of the week, obviously, just you know the the biggest asshole of the week, and it's uh it's yeah. split five ways this week. Um, the the Ooh, Pelosi video. Loose. Yes. What did you now, think of that? I, again, I said this on the tavern. Who the fuck opened the door? Yeah, you clearly can't see the cops didn't open it, and it just kind of swung open, and they're they're already just kind of standing there, and they're like, hey, hi, huh? Uh, looked very staged. It looked, it looked very gay, staged. Too. It looked like they were doing some and, gay shit. Yes, very gay. He's standing there in his underwear with, with a mixed drink or a drink of some sort, and he, he's like, put the hammer down. He's like, no, <laughs> but you never see Paul get hit per se. You know what I mean? And I said this when he got released from the hospital so quick, he had this bad traumatic brain injury, but he came out with just a black eye. I don't and, know, man. And he came out rather quick. Yeah, you like wonder if like uh, Nancy Pelosi had, had a string on the doorknob and pulled it open while she's in the living room and then scurried upstairs or something. Yeah. Um, it, it's strange, man. There, there's something going on there. I'm not sure what. Um, I remember during the election time, there was uh, someone put a pig on her driveway, too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was her, honestly, uh, or someone yeah. that she paid. But um, yeah, man, these, these people are... Uh, they're rotten people, man. So, like, this stuff is going to happen, whether this was staged or not. It wouldn't surprise me, dude. People are going to target these people eventually. And it's going to, I think, and I'm I actually concerned that it's going to get more violent and more, like, repetitive. Like, this is going to happen to all kinds of politicians if they keep choosing to not represent the people that elected them, supposedly. Um, I understand, like, this, this kind of shit's gone on since the dawn of time. Politicians have been crooked. You need to play it off a little better, their politicians, because people are not going to are not going to stand for this stuff. They're not going to allow this to just keep going. People are, uh, you know, they showed the, this fucking gala, this Met Gala type situation where like Kendall Jenner or maybe it was Kylie or something went with like a lion draped over her yes. and like fucking Doja Cat or whatever had like the gems all over her. It looks like the fucking Hunger Games. There's people out here that can't afford a carton of eggs at the grocery store. And then you have the elite, in air quotes, the elite, dressing up in flamboyant costumes, going around and fucking, you know, doing who knows what with each other. So it's like real world Hunger Games and people are going to get fucking pissed. Yeah. And and she was sitting there actually petting it like it was real. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Um, And and to go back to politicians being crooked, someone had commented you know this shouldn't happen to our politicians in america and my immediate thought was um i'm not advocating for violence but like you said if you don't if you don't start representing the people this is gonna happen and 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 it and it maybe it should happen maybe it shouldn't i don't know but they represent us they work for us the people we don't work for them they don't hold any power over us we hold all the power over them and somehow through time, that's got misconstrued to to they have the, all the power. No, and they don't. And like you said, it, they need to start listening to us because there's more of us than there are them. And apparently, you know, J6, the worst thing since uh, the bombing of Pearl Harbor and the Civil War and everything else, they got pretty scared, even though it was 
they staged it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I want to like politicians. Like I want to enjoy, you know, the the fact that yeah, this dude like I'm proud that this dude's our president, you know, whatever. Um I kind of felt that with Trump even though I feel now like I was just kind of uh, duped into feeling that way, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I was like, yeah, dude, this dude's fucking like doing shit for us. And when you sit up there at the um, you know World Economic Forum, being a nationalist in a grown in a in a room full of globalists, that's interesting. Even though I tend to think that that was all theater. Now, um, that's the kind of shit that you got to do. That that you gotta you gotta if you're the American president, you cannot get up there and talk to the people the way that Joe Biden does. He's like scolding. The American people, he's like, you do not tell us this, this, this. It's like, dude, it's the opposite. Like, we do tell you what to do. And, you know, these people need to listen. They'll they'll find out, I think, some way or another. I never advocate for violence against these people, but I understand when people take this shit into their own hands. I never would. I don't think you ever would. No one that I know ever would. But um, there are people that are a lot like they have a lot less to lose. You know, someone that's fucking terminally ill that has access to guns may do some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Cause they might not fucking care what happens to them. Um, even if they get shot in the process or whatever, right. If they're made to look like an asshole, they might not care because they know that they are living on a, on borrowed time. Right. So I'm not saying this should happen obviously, but I think it will. And who knows, man, who knows what's going to change the system um, to be more in favor of everybody. Um, but something, something's going to, something's going to give just not sure what man. So, until then, we'll just be along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, let me, I'm looking at something real quick. What you got? Another another story? Another little, no. little tune or something? Damn it. I didn't save it, and I wish I would have. It had to do with the uh, the Paul Pelosi. Supposedly, uh, that the PAP guy called into a local Canadian um, news station. It could be fake. It you know what I mean? You, you don't know exactly what you're hearing or whatever, but he's like, I'd like to apologize. You know, I should have done more. I should, I should have attacked more politicians and, and this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, huh? Like staged, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, very staged. And, and the way he was going about it, like trying to make him look like he's a, a right wing patriotic uh, terrorist or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it was just weird. Hmm. Yeah, man, I don't know. Um, it, it, it will. Anytime I think that people are like avidly um, supporting politicians, I think that they're in on the whole thing, like they're paid to do it or they have some reason to do it. Um, either that or they're just fully gone and they're and they're fully like indoctrinated into the system. There are those people out there. I actually kind of feel like my cousin, my co-host, the, the old co-host of the show, kind of feel like he's like that. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. how you can just support the system so blindly um he's a smart dude but that that kind of is what happens to these smart individuals is they get indoctrinated into these systems you know it's a it's a long history of brainwashing in these universities he's a military dude right so that there's a part of that to that too um it's weird and it's weird to see how different people think about it him and i's childhood was fairly different but we also hung out a lot as kids so it wasn't extremely different that i know of um, I know his family dynamic was much different than mine, but I just don't understand um, how you can sit there and l- support and like a politician. I say it all the time. It's like watching a football game and rooting for the referee. That's what it's yeah. like. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, man. But yeah, interesting. It's a, 
it's a weird one. Uh, weird, weird topics in, in the news always. And um, people that do watch these episodes and notice my head moving back and forth. I, I just have to point this out because I notice it. I'm not purposely covering one eye. Um, it's just the way my hat is and the camera angle. So uh, <laughs> just, just throwing that out there, guys. You know, I figured we'll 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 end the show. You were throwing up some Illuminati signs. Yeah, I noticed I was covering one eye here and there when I'm looking and and what have you. So hey, yo, maybe we are maybe we are secret society dudes just out here trying to say we're exposing everything. But uh, yeah, uh, just yeah. disclaimer. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't it, know it's if you... funny when people take that shit so serious, man. It's like, dude, I got into this stuff to have fun, and I'm lucky enough to where I'm like on the verge of having like a successful, like, I don't know what you would call it. Like, I can support myself doing it almost. Like, I still have to mm-hmm. DoorDash. I still have to do little things here and there. But, um, you know, this is supposed to be fun. If we can't have fun and get into some fringe theories and talk about some stuff, I'm not going to ever become a full nihilist, even though I've been kind of drifting that way. But when people say everything's fake, everything's whack, everything, nothing matters, blah, 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 man, you shouldn't have a podcast. You should do something else with your time. Um, If every single little symbol is something to uh, be suspicious about with somebody, I don't know, maybe you're you're a little paranoid or maybe you're just dumb or maybe you're controlled opposition. But Mm. I don't know. This is meant to be fun, guys. And a lot of people are losing sight of that because during the pandemic, this was all fun. This was LARPing is what podcasting was. Now there's some people that are stopping to do their shows because the pandemic's over. We feel normal. And a lot of the people that are sticking around aren't having fun with it anymore. So just fucking have fun. Okay. If you're not having fun, quit (laughs) like shit. More listeners for us. Yeah. And uh, I love, I love doing this. I I, I love every episode that I I, I do. And, you know, like I said, uh, before we, you know, started recording, the, the the day comes that I'm not having fun. I, I'm done, and I I just don't foresee that happening. It's too much fun, and I've met too many cool people along the way, and, uh, and <laughs> there's just always so much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have anything to talk about on a damn show. I mean, you're not in the right game. There's always something to talk about. So, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I wanted to take a chance just to thank everybody that listens. You know, it's always, uh, you know, these are fun shows. Um, you know, we're both on a new platform. I don't know if you fully migrated. Oh, you did because you told me about that little situation that you had with the uh, anchor. Um, so yeah, man. You know, we're both on new platforms. There are ads on these shows, all of them. Again, if you don't like ads, you know. Three dollars on my thing will get you all the full episodes with zero ads. I don't know if you're going to offer like a lower tier where they can hear all the shit. It's up to you. I'm not like trying to tell you what to do, but I mean, dude, you can pay such a small amount of money to not hear fucking ads at all. Whether it's five dollars a month, two dollars a month, three dollars a month. Just support the shows that you like, man, because if you don't have that three dollars, you got to listen to some fucking ads just the way that it is. So um, that's going to be like that on my show from here on out. They're going to have ads. If you don't like it, patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. That's for you. Okay. So um, I don't know if you got any plugs or anything, man, but um, fun episode. Yeah. As always, they're, they're, they're always fun. Um, I don't think there's a time that you and I get together or not talk on the phone where, we're, where one of us isn't laughing our fucking ass off at something. So uh, like Ryan said, we're both on newer platforms. Uh, I do my Patreon a little differently. 
$3 gets you the, the weekly episode of My Third Eye. Uh, for $5, you get every full-length episode of Talk at the Tavern, uh, Cunt. Now, oh, Cunt is go. released okay. for free, um, but I do put Cunt uh, up there and all video, and they're all ad-free. So, nice. you know, t- okay. take your pick. If you just want the weekly episode, $3. If not, two, what what's two more bucks? You know what I mean? And, and it's still almost... You know, it's cheaper than uh, uh, some of your paid subscriptions that you watch to get, uh, I don't know, brainwashed on on the the big TV. But right. well, I I, so I forgot that you did the three dollar tier. I do the I I subscribe to your five dollar one, I believe. And but like, yeah, dude, if three dollars to that's basically what I do too. You get the you get the full, you know, weekly episode. In your case, I do three episodes a week over here. But yeah, man, like. Anything that's not on there on your three dollar tier is over on the uh, free feed, the cunt and all that stuff. So yeah, man, like I don't know, it, it's not that much, man. And three dollars is getting like less and less. Like usually, like people are like spending three dollars on a gallon of gas these days. So it's it's literally yeah. it's easy. So I don't want to push that you know to death there, but um, you're gonna start seeing ads on pretty much every show that's worth a shit uh, mm-hmm. out there. So you know, there it is. That, that's it. I guess we'll wrap there. Uh, I would like to also thank the listeners for uh, contributing and uh, always tuning in and giving great feedback. Uh, I, I did forward you an email from a listener um, when we were talking about fighting raccoons and bears and what have you. And, okay. and he, he, he sent a, uh, um, a funny story of, of him turkey hunting and his buddy was doing the calling and he was going to shoot and next thing you know his his buddy's screaming bloody murder and he's being attacked by a fucking raccoon on the shoulder and he couldn't get it off finally got it off they shot it uh it jumped back up and started attacking him again and finally they got it off and then the you know shot it and took it in you know didn't have parvo or rabies or anything like that but luckily but uh it was just funny i was sitting there laughing the whole time i was reading it so you know thanks for sending those kind of stories in you know it you know kind of like calling back to to different topics that ryan and i talk about and it's it's funny shit and uh uh, thank you guys enough should we end on reading reading this i actually just pulled it up yeah yeah go ahead read it It, it's fucking hilarious so I'll tell you right now, dude, I stand by my idea of the five raccoons, I think, are more deadly than a bear that weighs the same amount as you. I'm not saying either one is a fun, easy fight. I'm just saying I think raccoons are fucking being slept on here. But this is an email addressed to Ghost from uh, Steven. And I'll leave his last name out of this. But what's up, Ghost? I love your content. Don't miss an episode, especially cunt. With what? Uh, with that said, I've been dying to share a story with you guys. I live in Tennessee. West End, to be exact, not Pussy Tennessee around Nashville, but West, um, with the rednecks and the meth heads. I'm an avid hunter, love to kill shit, so y'all's argument about raccoons hits close. I was turkey hunting with a buddy. Um, we take turns, but on this afternoon, he's the caller, I'm the shooter. We've got our backs to a brushy fence line uh, sitting about 30 yards apart. Uh, he starts his turkey calling pattern. Chirp, 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 stop, chirp, 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 stop. He does this about four times, and then all of a sudden he screams a horrific scream. I jump up and clear the brush to see my buddy fighting a raccoon. She's attached to his left shoulder, and he can't shake her, okay? So this is just one raccoon. He's got her by the tail, pulling, and she is chewing the side of his face and neck. I run over yelling, and as I get close, he sling her off. She hits the ground and immediately attacks again. I shoot her. 
it flips her uh it flips her she lands and tries to attack once again so this thing is shot with what i'm assuming is a fucking shotgun because that's usually what you use turkey hunting right yeah um i shoot again and does he say the shotgun because that's what you use turkey hunting right yeah yeah shotguns are what you use uh i run over yelling as i get close uh he slang her off she hits the ground and immediately attack i shoot lands on attacks again i shoot again the second shot puts her down (laughs) he's extremely bloody and freaking out i'm trying to remain calm till i notice his ear is completely gone Holy shit. I get a little panicky for a second, regain my composure and make a plan. We search, find his ear, bag the coon for the test uh, and head to the hospital. They test the coon. No stemper disease. Thank God. Um, so is ear on. Give him a rabies shot and send us home. Never underestimate a coon. Thank you, Steven. He said he never saw or heard her coming. Fuck that, dude. Five of those motherfuckers, <laughs> you're done. One yeah. took his ear off in what sounds like about 10 seconds. Holy shit. What, I like a, I'm laughing again. When, when I'm sitting there reading, I can just picture this, right? Because, you know, you, everybody sees videos of raccoons doing crazy shit. I've yeah. told the story of, of the one time back when I used to work in juvenile corrections. I used to leave at like 3.30 in the morning to, to go to work. And I, I lived in the country at the time and I, and I pull out of my truck and I'm, I'm coming around the road and I see this fucking ball of something in the middle of the road. And I'm like, what the hell? And I have my high beams on or I, I click my high beams to, to get a, a better picture. And all of a sudden, five little raccoons stand up and they're going like this. They're like, yeah. ah. and I and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I come back home that day. There's five fucking raccoons laying dead in a row. And I was and, but they just all stood up and they're like trying it looked like they were trying to tell me to stop stop don't don't come any closer don't run us over and man i i was like i'm going to work but yeah raccoons are no joke yeah it sounds like it it sounds like it but yeah good story there steven i'm I'm definitely going to clip that and put it on uh instagram that story because that's great that's hilarious but cool man uh fun fun episode you want to close us out here yeah, we can. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the Conspiracy Underground and listening to the Conspiracy Underground news team. Uh, we love all you clits out there. And on that note, we will see you next Tuesday. First things first, I'm going to say all the words inside my head. I'm fired up and tired of the way that things have been. Oh, ooh, the way that things have been. Oh, Second thing, second, don't you tell that I can be I'm the one at the same I'm the master of my sea Oh, ooh, The master of my sea Oh, ooh. I was broken from a young age Taking my soul into the masses Writing my poems For the few that looked at me Took to me, shook to me Feeling me singing my heart From the pain Taking my message From the veins Speaking my lesson From the brain Seeing the beauty Through the Spirit to a dough, oh, ooh, your spirit up above.
Dances right on the phone For the few that looked at me, took to me, shook to me Feeling me, singing my heartache from the pain Taking my message from the pain Speaking my lesson from the brain 